Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Welcome to another Wednesday night. I trust you're all doing well. I just want to tell you, praise the Lord. He's still on the throne, still doing mighty things, but he's calling us out tonight. How many of you know you've been called for such a time as this? Every one of us that have been born again by his spirit, every one of us that have been filled with the Holy Spirit, he's calling us out. I'm telling tonight, I want to say reveille to the church. Wake up, church. We're in a real, real battle tonight going on in our world. It has been. Paul told us years ago, and the word told us, he didn't tell us personally. I, we weren't there, but we had the word on it in uh uh, that in the last days, in the last days, there'd be perilous times. And there's all sorts of things go along with that. But how many of you know God knew that? God's still doing mighty things, but he needs us. I, I pray and trust that you're praying and, and seeking God because we are in a spiritual battle. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you and probably next week, uh, some very familiar scriptures to a number of you out there. But it's it's we're in a spiritual warfare. I hope you know that. We're in a spiritual warfare, but we're not to be uh, afraid. How many of you know the Bible talks uh, throughout the Bible? It says, fear not, fear not. God is telling us not to fear, but get ready. Be ready. Be battle ready tonight. Be ready. Have your armor on and have, be ready to fight the fight of faith. Amen. Amen. So tonight I want you to go first of all to uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6. And we'll begin reading part of this tonight in chapter 6, verse 10. And, and Paul, Paul's telling us, uh, he's going over and telling how bond servants, how they're the, to be obedient and how uh, uh, father, or, uh, honor your father and mother and all those sort of things. And then he shifts gears right here in, chat, in verse 10. He says, finally, my brother, now he's continuing on, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of, the, of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Paul's writing this. He said, put on the whole armor of God. How I many of you know God has an armor? <laughs> Amen? Amen. He says, put on the armor of God. Once the believer is to be strong and is to be ready, and he has to put on, you have to clothe yourself with the armor of God. We're no match for the devil without the power of God, without the Holy Spirit. But he says, put on the whole armor of God and, and, and the power and be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Now that word strong, I won't try to pronounce it in the uh, Greek, but it means power, might, and strength. My power, might, and strength. That word power means in the Greek is a sovereign, uh, unlimited power. Unlimited power. How many of you know God has unlimited power? But we're his agents here on the earth. He needs somebody to stand in uh, for the lost, the hurting, the dying, the sign, the blind. Amen. That might, that word might means strength or force or ability. Now he said, put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God 
and, and be strong. How many of you know we need to be strong in this day and this hour? It's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy to give in to the wiles of the devil, the temptations of the devil. But he said, put on that armor that we might stand against the wiles of the devil. Now look, we have an enemy. I don't know who's all's watching this, but there, there is a God. <laughs> He's all powerful and almighty. And there's something called someone called Satan, who was a fallen angel, who gave fallen to this earth, but he's the prince of the power of the air, and he's influencing people. That word wiles means uh, deceit and craftiness, tricky. He's a he's tricky. How many of you know he's tricky? They call the word of God calls him the master deceiver. How many of you know he's out to deceive us? The First uh, Peter five eight says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil." Now, some people like to think there is no such thing as the devil. Even, even people that believe in God say, well, I don't believe in the devil. That's just a myth. No, it's not a myth. The Bible tells us it's not a myth. But it says, uh, your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion. Roaring lion. I mean, even I've heard it said that a roaring lion roars so much because he's lost his teeth and all he can do is roar and try to scare you. Well, that's, that's what the Satan tries to do today. He's already been defeated 2,000 years ago. How many of you know that? Jesus <laughs> brought the victory over Satan 2,000 years ago. He's a defeated foe. But if we, don't, if we don't know that, if we don't recognize who our enemy is, we're going to listen to the roars of the devil and we will be defeated. It says, who walks about seeking whom he may devour goes on to say, resist him steadfast in the faith. We're to resist him. You know, there's a couple things God won't do, <laughs> can't do for you. He can't receive what he's done for you. You have to receive it, amen? And this other thing is, he won't resist the devil for you. He told you to resist the devil. And James, it says, draw nigh to God and he'll draw nigh to you, resist the devil and he will what? He will flee. But listen, we can't be uh, uh, milk toast Christians. We can't be uh, little scared Christians today. We got to be strong in the Lord, in the Lord now, in Christ, not in our own abilities. Amen. Jesus gave us power to use his word, his name, his name, that name. It's above every name. That includes Satan. Amen. But if we don't use that name, we're not be no match for the devil because there's a warfare. Now, we must know our enemy. We must know our rights and privileges. Who's the one that gave us the rights and privileges? God has. We have covenant rights to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, what's another word of who we're fighting? It says right here, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. How many of you know we're not wrestling against human beings? As much as I, <laughs> I'm telling you, these last months, prior to this election and through this election and all that we're seeing coming on us right now. And listen, don't bury your head in the sand. This is, this is not, this, this things that are going on today are, is an antichrist spirit in the world. There's an anti-Christian spirit in the world. There's an ungodly uh, spirit in the world. And, but listen, we're not to be afraid, but we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It goes on to say, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 
One rendering in the New International Translation, it says, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. This is the real Star Wars, my friends. <laughs> this, is not, this is not a fictional movie. This is the real Star Wars. We're wrestling against principalities and powers and that second heaven, that second place where uh, Satan resides, amen? But God wants us to know there is a war. There is a fight. How many of you know we shouldn't run from a fight? Don't, let's not be bullied. Satan would be the number one bully of all time. The number one bully. What's what's a bully do? He he tries to uh, uh, scare you into the fact that you'll run. How many of you know? <laughs> we're not to take fight or flight. We're to stand and fight. Amen. In the midst of that, Paul said, "I fought a good fight." Listen, if the great apostle said he fought a fight, we must we have to fight a fight too. It hasn't went away. But listen, we've been <laughs> we've been given armor. We've been given the, the power of God, the strength of God, the ability of God, and the authority of God in this life. Listen, I'm not, I don't like what I see. How many of you know we don't have to like what we see, but we can still stand and fight against it? We're fighting for the very souls of our, our nation. We're fighting for the lives and souls of lost people. How many of you know that's God's will that we fight this fight? In John 10, 10, you know this scripture. This is a scripture that's very familiar to most of us. It says, the thief cometh not. The, who's the thief? Satan. Cometh not, but to steal, kill, and destroy. What's he trying to do? He want, first of all, he wants to take your life. Why do I know that? Because abortion is so prevalent in our country. He don't even want you to be born. Your children to be born. He don't want people to be born. He's there to kill, steal, and destroy your, your life, your family your wealth, your well-being. <laughs> and, and what we have in this nation is something we call a constitution where we have First Amendment rights. How many of you know? Watch and see, my friends. I'm not prophesying this. I'm just telling you what's happening right now. They're wanting to censor what we say, especially conservatives. They don't want to hear the truth. So it, that's the kind of fight we're in. But, that's, but Jesus said this. This is where we have to put our faith in. He has come that we may have life. How many of you know he came to give us life? Not death. We live in a culture of death all around us. People, young people shooting each other. I mean, the, the murder uh, uh, rate is up, I don't know how many percent, but such a, a high since they've been talking about defunding the police and let's, let's uh, defund the police, let's not have anybody around. How many of you know uh, the elites will have all the police they need? They'll have all the security they need. But we listen, he said, I've come that you might have life. What Zoe, the kind of life with him, amen? Without him, you have no life anyway. Oh, you have a body and you have a soul and you're living in, in, in a world till you die, but you have no life. He came to bring us not only life in this, this, this realm, but in the eternal realm, amen? And he says that have it more in abundance, and the Amplified says, to the full, till it overflows. How many of you want to have overflowing life? Well, we have to wake up to what God said. We have to get ready and fight the fight. Uh, over in 1 Timothy 6.12, he said, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Listen, we're in a battle. We're in a fight. 
Uh, it's not going to go away anytime soon. In fact, I believe that we're in the last of the last days. And what you know what it said in, in the scripture says, as in the days of Noah. We're living in a, a, a perverse and evil world. And God has said, hey, I've called you for such a time as this to stand in the gap, but you can't do it with your own armor, your own abilities, your own intelligence. You, but you have to have something supernatural in this day and this hour, but I've provided it for you. Amen? Amen. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be to God, <laughs> who always leads us in triumph in Christ. In Christ. Amen. He's already paid the price. He's already won the battle or won the war that, and the victory is assured, but we have to hold on to it. We're the occupying force of the, of, of the army of God. Amen. He's already come and shown and what, uh, the kingdom. Now we're to be demonstrators of that kingdom and how we live. But there are forces. How many of you know there's spiritual forces aligned against us? I said earlier, why do we see? How do you know that? Well, why do we have some, uh, the abortions, the murder, the adulteries, the fornication, the lewdness, the pornography, the broken relationships, the, uh, uh, the things that we see going on in abundance today? Why is that? Because people rejected truth, but there are forces against us and we must be ready. <laughs> we must be armed and ready to fight the battle. Every one of us, listen, if you just got born again, uh, uh, today, you have more authority. You have the authority to stand against the wiles of the devil. Listen, why don't we do that? Well, sometimes it's a lack of knowledge because God said in his word, my people, who are my people? The ones that are called by my name, the ones that accepted me, amen? My people perish for what? A lack of knowledge. Listen, one rendering says a lack of revelation. But you know, if you want to, if you want to go ahead and go forward in the things of God, you got to know some things. You got to have revelation of who He is, Amen. Also, we got to know that there's an enemy called Satan out there that He's trying to ruin our life. I just mentioned that. Thirdly, you must be trained to enter into the conflict. How many of you know we need to be strong in the Lord? We might must we must have a heart to fight the battle. Listen, that's why we need to be in the word and in prayer and, and worshiping God on a, a, this 21 day fast. I pray that you're pressing in. Don't, don't, don't back off and say, well, I'll just do a little something to get by. Press in, run your race, be strong in the Lord at this day and this hour. Don't give in to the devil. Amen, amen. But you gotta have a heart, amen. What if Jesus decided to give up halfway through? He was... He had more persecution and things going on against him that we'd ever, we'd ever have. But what if he said, oh, I, I can't do this. I'm going to give up. No, he said, Father, your will be done. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what should be our prayer right now. Use me, Lord, like you use Jesus. Because he said, the works that I've done, greater works shall you do also, because, for I go to my Father. Amen. We're his agents on the earth. We've been given authority. We've been filled with his spirit. And it says to stand, to, to put on that whole armor, put on the whole armor. We must stay alert and vigilant until that our dying day. That must be our motto. We're staying vigilant. We're not giving in. Amen. Amen. Don't give up. Don't relax. It's not a time to relax and sit back and say, well, I go to church. You know, the devil goes to church. Sets on the front row sometimes. 
It's not whether you go to church or not. It's about being the church. That means you got to put the armor on. You're in the army. When I said reveille, that means wake up, church. Time to, time to get up. The war's battling and raging on. For those of you I've mentioned before, being in the armed services, any of them, doesn't matter if you're in the Army or the Navy or the, the Marine Corps or the Air Force or, or the Coast Guard, every one of them has things to do. And you got to be trained and you got to be ready for whatever that, whatever that mission is. How many of you know we've been called to a mission and commission? And we're in that army of the Lord. And so we're to take our stand and we're to, we're to be what God wants us to be and who he wants us to be and do what he wants us to do. Amen? But we're to put on the armor. Ephesians 6, 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. It's not time to give up. It's not time to have fear. It's not time to say, well, I'm just going to hide out. Listen, we need to run our race to the end. 1 John 4, 4 says, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. How many of you know where to be courageous? Be courageous. I don't, you know, <laughs> I've, I, I've said this before on the, actually on this broadcast. I was in some fights growing up and I ran from some. But I'll tell you what, it, I'm talking to myself, I'm getting my back up. Now, I can't go out and, and, and go to Washington, D.C. and, oh, and protest and say, uh, these politicians are doing this. No, this is a spiritual war. And we have to have spiritual, supernatural power against the wiles of the devil my friends, and we do. Now, he tells us, turn, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Joshua. How many of you know we need to read these scriptures over and over? Here's Joshua 1.8. You know these scriptures. I've read these before too. It says right in, Joshua was taken over for Moses. How many of you know there were some battles going on back in those days too? And they were running from the Egyptians and they were waiting to go into the promised land and there was battles ahead of them. He didn't stop just once the Egyptians died in the, in, uh, in the river, or, I mean, in the sea. No, it was still going on. But he tells Joshua this. He said, uh, uh, well, I'll read verse 5 in uh, chapter 1. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. How many of you know he said, that, and he goes on to say, I will not leave you or forsake you? Do you know that Jesus said he wouldn't leave you or forsake you? He's with us. Amen. But he says this, and he says this to us tonight. Be strong and of good courage. <laughs> Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as inheritance the land which I swore to your fathers to give them. Now, you know, when they crossed over the Jordan and went into uh, uh, Jericho, they had a fight to fight. Now, God was with them and he helped them fight the fight, but they had fights all the way down. The history of the uh, Israelites have been fights all the time. But he said, be strong and of good courage. Be only be strong and very courageous. He would tell us tonight, saints, be strong and very courageous. Don't, hey, don't be looking at all that's going on in the world. Look unto God. It's where our strength comes from. He says that you may observe to do according to all that the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from the right or from the left to the, or right to the left hand, that you may pr prosper in whatever you do. Don't be looking around what the world's doing. You look at and stand and see what God wants you to do and stand in for the world that's lost. 
goes on to say this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. In other words, you keep the word of God in your mouth, but you got to know what it is. You know, um, you know as well uh, that I like sports and stuff, but you know, most coaches will tell you, you'll play about as well as you practice. If you don't practice it, you're not going to play very well. Your game won't be what it should be. That's why a lot of teams lose. Good coaches, good coaches will tell you, practice, practice, practice. We need to practice the word of God. We need to practice it in our mouth, in our heart and in our mouth. Goes on to say, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. In other words, be obedient, observe to do it, go do it. You can't do something you don't know or you don't know a little about. You know, a lot of people fall away because they don't know the plan and purpose that God has for them. But you know, listen, I want to tell you something. Do you know the devil has a plan and purpose for your life? God it says in Jeremiah, he knows, he knows the plan and purposes for each of our lives and we all have one. But you know, Satan is just like that too. He has a plan and a purpose to destroy your life. So we must observe to do all that's written in the word of God, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's with us tonight, saints. He's with us tonight right now, but he's depending on us. Do you ever think of God depends on you? I believe he does. I believe he depends on us to stand strong against the wiles of the devil. Now over Luke 10, 19, he hasn't left us helpless and hopeless. He's given us authority. He's given us the power to do what he's called us to do. But you know, in Luke, uh, that chapter Luke in chapter 10, he's, Jesus sent out the seven and he came back and said, even the demons are, uh, submit to us. Even the demons are afraid of us. But Jesus said, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. You know, even the demons are subject to us, they said. But serpents and scorpions, that's symbols of spiritual enemies and demonic powers over which Jesus had given his followers the power to defeat. He's given us that same power. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18, it says this, and I'll read it out of the Amplified. He approached them and said, breaking the silence, said to them, all authority, all power of rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you all the days that's perpetually uniformly and on every occasion to the very close and consummation of the age. In other words, he gave them authority, but he also gave us authority. So we can't be afraid. We have to stand up in this day and this hour. We've been delivered out of the power of darkness to bring the light to the, <laughs> we're the light of the world. Amen. We're to be light of the world. God's looking for an army in these days that is battle ready. He's raising up an army. Are you going to be a part of that army? Because I believe you are. If you're, you, You've been enlisted, my friends, whether you liked it, and drafted. Some of you have been drafted. I like to think I enlisted, but I didn't. He drafted me. Amen. And he expects us to be ready for the battle and be part of the battle. Amen. So let's do that tonight. Let's get ready. Next week, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it on Ephesians 6.10. It starts in Ephesians 6.10. But tonight, I want you to begin to say, I am a warrior. 
I am a warrior. I'm one of God's warriors. I'm standing in the gap for the lost, the hurting, the dying assigned because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood here tonight. We're wrestling against powers of evil powers, Satan and his force. But how many of you know he's already been defeated? So let's pray. Father, help us to be strong in the Lord and the power of your might. Put on the whole armor of God that we might be strong and, and not give in to the wiles of the devil. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We know that. Make us aware of that. Help us to stand strong in this day and this hour against all the things that are going on. You, think, you have called us to be the army of the Lord. We're marching, marching, marching. And we just want to be faithful to do all that you've called us to do. Help everyone out there and help, my, help me to be uh, cognizant of all that's going on, that we might stand on the truth, stand in the truth, and proclaim the truth uh, with God's power and help. In Jesus' name, thank you for everyone hearing my voice tonight. We'll be blessed. We are blessed and blessed to be a blessing. So we thank you for that and give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, be blessed and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.